Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Uploading Podcast, which is the flagship podcast of shitty names. You'll see why shortly. Today, I'm joined not by our usual lovely little Merrick Juniper, but today we are joined by somebody else. Do you want to introduce yourself? Why, hello, hello, hello. I am Sod. I'm mostly acting as a, a furry. Oh, that's my phone. Hey, <laughs> uh, VTuber, right now, streaming games on YouTube and Twitch under the channel names Sod's Passion Gaming. I also did some ILS stuff uh, on a channel called Sod Passion Projects, just reviews and thoughts about media and stuff. That's gone a bit on the back burner because of PC issues, but I haven't abandoned it. It's just like technical limitations right now. Uh, you can find all sorts of links to me all over the place on Twitter and the like. Yeah, I got an Instagram. But yeah, primarily the streaming one for now. Sod Passion Gaming, YouTube and Twitch. Be wonderful to see you over there. Yeah, okay, get all the, having a wonderful get day. Links, get the links in the podcast description. They're all in there, unless I forget, which I don't think I will. Don't worry, there's a link tree. It's only the one. You can push the That's rest good. off to link That's tree. Good. Link true.e slash uploading podcast. <laughs> That's what it is. By the way, we also have a Twitter and Instagram now, which is at uploading pod. So you can also get dumb little clips and other things there. So while you're in the description for Sod's link, just give the, our Twitter accounts a follow as well. And I'm saying our as in me and Marek normally not me and the guests. They don't have access to this. I don't know why I said this. I was probably clear and this is now a bit weird, but okay. Well, it's memorable at the very least. At Uploading Pod. And also, I'm thinking of adding a new segment, which is like your tech stories. So we also have uploadingpod at gmail.com. So if you have some funny story how you threw your phone on the ground while getting out of a bus or whatever write an email well i see how well that works on that that note i do have like one funny story along those lines that would be interesting uh see many years ago when smartphones are just starting to become a thing i'm late uh what's it gen z What's it? Uh, my <laughs> needed to, yeah, my father needed to borrow my phone to make a call and forgot to give it back to me and needed to go somewhere in a hurry after said call. He was like literally at, at his car waiting to head on off a, after he finished the call. He hung up, put his phone on the uh, top of the car, and he drove off with oh. the phone on top of the car. We, we <laughs> never found it. We never found it. Like, we were living in, like, a kind of, like, private estate, kind of renting out some, like, uh, old properties to make some income off of them. So this long-ass drive to get to the house, and we searched up and down, walked it for a good hour or two, but, like, nothing. That thing vanished into the ether, and it was a brand-new touchscreen phone, like, back in 2011, so... Oof. Well, that's not good. Don't put things on top of your car. 
<laughs> that's like a lesson that everybody has to learn on their own, and I haven't learned that yet. So uh, I'm scared what's going to happen. I mean, there's always the smarter play of just not getting a car and just like demanding that's better, true. like uh, civil infrastructure, you know, public transit. Like, just demand that of your politicians. Far better than a car. Anywho. Well, that actually reminds me. So weirdly, that reminds me because I got a new phone like two months ago, a bit over two months ago, a Xiaomi 11T Pro, and I really like it. Mm-hmm. This is my quick review for this. And the reason why I got reminded by this is I like to use Google Maps, as you know. The one draw, well, you know Google Maps, I hope, all of you, unless you are iPhone users and you use Apple Maps, which nobody does anyways. Well, I don't use uh, Apple Maps, so I am an iPhone user. See, that's... They got... So far, every Apple user I talk to, they don't even know Apple really has a Maps thing. (laughs) Well, the thing is, you, like, always Google a place and then, like, okay, how do I get to that place? And it's already, like, integrated in yeah that's, that's like if they want if they want them to use the maps more they should recognize that and say hey we can lead you to this in a pop-up and let you click on that just like having it as a separate thing that you then go to separately and then retype set address you've already looked up is like too many steps anyhow you were doing an impromptu yeah. review of your yeah so phone. i really like this it's- really great looking device at least the white version that i have i don't think the black one looks good because that looks really plasticky uh, the blue one also looks really cool kind of blue and purplish and i like the speakers and the camera and the 120 hertz screen all of that is great but it has one flaw i think maybe it's something wrong with me using it but i think the antennas on it are really shit specifically Wi-Fi and the GPS antennas, because where I could get, like, Wi-Fi before in this flat, I can now get literally nothing. I'll be watching YouTube and walking around, and it will just stop. And I don't know why. And then, like, when I'm sitting, not here, but somewhere else where people sometimes use their phones... Yes, fuck me when... <laughs> well, I was going to be a bit more tactful than that, but yes, uh, while yes, avoiding yeah. your vowels, yeah. shitting your brains out through your ass, well, I put just my... rocketing up into the sky. <laughs> that hopefully doesn't happen. But when I put my phone to the right of me so I can listen to the video, mm-hmm. it stops, it doesn't work, but when I put it on the left of me... <laughs> Like on on some, I put it down somewhere, and oh. then it works. And I don't know why. That's like thirty centimeter difference, and it's just the difference between night and day for Wi-Fi, apparently, which wasn't the case before. And with GPS, what I like to do, I have a podcast in my ears, and then I want to go somewhere where I haven't been before. So I put the address into Google Maps. Americans, this is going to this is going to surprise you. Then I walk. Usually, I use my legs to walk towards yeah, that place. Like, like half American here, I only lived there for like uh, the first ten years of my life. But even then, it's like I cannot imagine anything like 
more urban, being walkable, you know? Ju- the cities are just not built that way. Nor are the suburbs. They're, like, built in these horrendous spiraling patterns that if you live on the inside of, there's no quick walk to any anything that's even nearby. You have to take the full circle. There's no way out otherwise. Oof. Yeah, so I have a podcast in my ears. I have my phone usually not turned off, but like standby mode when you lock it. Mm-hmm. And I will just listen to what the, the Google Maps voice is going to say. Like you're just walking around and it's going to pause the podcast and say, oh, turn right in five meters. And then I do that, which I like. That's fine for me. I don't want to carry my phone and look at it while I'm walking around. The problem now is, though, <laughs> when I put it in my in the pocket, within 10 seconds, it's it just says GPS signal lost. And I don't know why. I really don't like that. I have to get it out of the pocket and then it's fine. But if it's upside down in the pocket, it doesn't know where it is. It has no clue. What? That that seems like a design flaw. That's that is pretty shit, yeah. <sighs> That's actually not good. I've I haven't I don't know if I need to like maybe flip it around, like with the screen away from me. I think I have it with the screen to facing towards me normally in, in the pocket. Maybe that's the problem. I don't think it is, though. I don't... Even if it is, it shouldn't be a problem. That's not good, you know? yeah. yeah. Like, so. I feel like that's like, I like this, but here's this like uh, horrendous flaw that means you Genuine shouldn't buy this. Issue. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you already have it, I guess, and you enjoy it for all other things. For the Wi-Fi, I'd recommend like a range extender. That can always help. I have I had to get one of those for like my the old phone upstairs. works though. I have a OnePlus Six from like 2018, and that has Wi-Fi everywhere. Yeah, even I live on the third floor slash fourth floor, depending how you count it. Ground hmm. floor, cra- ground ground floor, first, second, and third. With my OnePlus. Six, I can even stand downstairs. I don't even know why I'm pointing. You can't see me. <laughs> Usually we have the cameras turned on, but right now we don't because this is not Merrick. This is someone I don't know yet. You can't see me. That's that's a joke. And, uh, you can't see me either. <laughs> yeah, I, no, can get, t- I can get Wi-Fi literally on the street. Pretty shit Wi-Fi, but it works. It's like one out of three swirly wi-fi bars but with okay. this thing i can't even go to the fucking toilet <laughs> yeah that's i think that's another another big mark against this i how long have you had this phone i might take it back for a refund well the good thing is that i decided to do an experiment and just rent this phone for six months because I was like, I want to have new phones, so let's try renting it. So I, I actually pay thirty euros a month right now for six well, for. Never trust those contracts because it's like a month right now, but like at the six or twelve month mark, it always like shoots up well, in price. I, I'm gonna, well, actually, at this, at least from what I've read, this contract doesn't, and this company has good reviews. Ooh, nice. All that they do is just rent out things, rent out devices. And you can buy them from them when you have X amount of months and stuff like that. I think that's a 
good I, concept. I don't have money to buy a phone that costs like 700 euros, even though that's horrifyingly cheap nowadays. Yeah, yeah, especially especially if you just like wait like uh, 12 months or so and get like the last model instead of like the brand making new one. Yeah. They have fallen to that price. Like I, I keep track of that myself because like I'm using this very old iPhone 6 with a dying battery that I've already replaced two times and I just don't want to do it a third time because yeah. I'll be like 150 I've put into this phone then. And I'm just, I really just want to get one of those purple iPhone 12s and I'm just waiting. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the price well, to drop low enough my, and for me to have enough money. The thing for me was my OnePlus phone is from 2018 and the battery became so shit that in the morning when I leave, I get on the bus for 40 minutes and then I'm at my school where I do my apprenticeship and it will go from 90% down to sometimes 40 in oh, no. 40 minutes. No, my, mine's way worse than that right now. I have like this battery pack with me, you know, for recharging your phone on the go. And I just have to keep it plugged in because otherwise oh. it will die in 40 <laughs> minutes, you know? Okay. Well, I didn't want to have this shit battery anymore, being afraid of, oh, wow, I don't even, I can't even do anything because if I walk too slowly, the battery is going to drain. Yeah. So, yeah, I wanted a new phone, but actually, I really want to have one of those folding phones, but I'm waiting uh, for yeah. one of the, like an actually good folding phone, not the kind of beta versions that we have now so uh, that's why i was like oh let's try renting this thing i don't want to actually buy a new phone if i buy it i want to keep it for years so but if the device that i actually want isn't out yet i need something different an intermediary step and so far i mostly like it aside from the fucking gps <laughs> and the wi-fi yeah i can deal I with two critical mostly. issues yeah, yeah. Screen is yeah. great though, 120 hertz. I never thought I needed Ooh. that on a phone, but that's actually I mean, really awesome. I, it, I primarily watch like YouTube and Netflix on the phone, so like I really want to get the iPhone 12 because of that. And uh, sneaky little plug, I set myself up a Thune account, one of those uh, what's it wishlist services. And now I just wait for some random charitable act. Because for some reason, that seems far more stable outcome for me than anything else. However, did you set up? What? I didn't even understand that acoustically. Uh, Throne. It is oh. this uh, service that sets itself up where people can like uh, apply for it and get in and what's it? Make up a wish list, and the company securely hosts, houses your what's it? Shipping address and whatnot, and you can like. Um, it's a bit more better set up for like America right now than it is like the UK or Ireland, where the only thing it like really works well with is like Amazon here in this area. But like you can just plug in products from those sites and have them on your wish list, and uh, people can order them for you and send them to you. But also, people can recommend things to gift you as well. Fairly interesting. It looks pretty interesting. Yeah, that was but the first one. One critique that I have is 
what the hell is wrong with your marketing? Why is it called? Do you know how generic the name Throne is? That's the most generic name. You people need to. Oh God. I mean, what what names are left? No names are left anymore. But come up with something good, not with the most generic word. I don't know. It's just mostly for me. It works because I. What else is really associated with like throne? You know, that's still like relevant as a service. The only thing that possibly comes to mind is Game of Thrones, and that's been off the air for several years now. But like, every yeah, company it's... is called Throne. When you type in Throne Service. Oh, that's probably... Throne Auto Service. Throne Recruitment Service. Uh, yeah, a lot of the, lot of the smaller Germany. ones. That is true. Throne Enterprises. Everything is called Throne. That's my main critique. Not that it's a bad name, but it's a name that everybody else has. But I think it's like Linktree. They do something with like the URL, which like makes it stand out a bit more, if I remember correctly. Or maybe I'm just like postdoc uh, justifying that based on faulty memory. I'm gonna check that right now. Uh, oh yeah, the the website they put like join throne like as a promotion yeah. thing. Oh, That's the clever thing I remembered. I'm quite proud of myself for derailing this podcast to talking about things I need desperately need someone. Throw some charity my way, but um, let's get on to the topics here of these weird-looking stories in the tech world, tech and gaming world. <laughs> Feels a bit like synonyms, don't they? Like you can't exactly have gaming without tech. You can have board games, just text games, games that I mean, kids play, like hide and seek. How do you make the cardboard without technology, though? Hmm? Oh, well, okay. But you don't need technology to play hide-and-seek when you're three. You just walk away. That's not gaming. That's those four children. Give them a copy (laughs) of Dark Souls. Those children need to start learning how to be true gamers. They need to learn at a young age. Okay, so the first, <laughs> the first, to- yeah, stop it now. The first topic that we have is more, well, not really a serious one. It's just a fun one, which I thought was really hilarious, which is Sega shows off the world's fastest PC, able to reach 100 kilometers an hour. <laughs> the CDPC, great in collaboration with GeForce and Masami Hirosake was built to uh, celebrate the Steam Winter Sale, which features several titles from Sega. It also bring, it's also being given away as a prize. Entering the competition involves blah blah blah, blah blah blah. The prize will be announced at the end of the Steam Sale, which uh, finishes on January fifth. Oh, it's the seventh. Sadly, it's only open to residents yeah. of Japan. Ah, oh, that's yeah. I would have some of the worst. I would have you know? done everything to get this. Honestly, one of the worst things for these companies, because it just ties like disappointment to the brand. It's like, yeah, so, some places like where you live, Ireland is funny about it. So, granted, they can't get it, but like, if you're gonna do something like this, bite the cost of the shipping and just like, because like it preserves the marketing, you know, like bite the cost on shipping it from Japan to like America, Canada, or whatnot. 
So that way there isn't this excitement immediately followed up by that disappointment of you can't enter. Because that's that's the feeling people are going to remember from that. Well, this might also be a licensing kind of issue because it also includes 23 Steam codes for Sega games. Maybe some of those are only in Japan. We don't know the reason why, but they've only put it out in Japan. I mean, that doesn't make a lot of sense because if it's Sega games, they would be the owner of them. And if it's like really just an issue with like one game or something, you can just put the caveat of like, if you're living within this region and win the prize, we cannot give you so-and-so title. Because like I'd father rather lose out on like two games and still have a shot of winning this ridiculous PC than you know just not have that shot but hey that's just me yeah so the specs are pretty good we've got a a 12900k Core i9 pretty good processor and then a Radeon 6100 XT and 32GB of RAM that is pretty good that's pretty also, an awesome machine. <laughs> two terabytes of solid state drive. That is, woof, pretty good. That is good. Like that's the thing that that's we can't very imagine. Good for, <laughs> like honestly, that's the reason I'd save up like a target goal of five grand for a really good PC that I can just coast on for like the next ten years, as opposed to paying like a thousand for like basic PC that can not really do much of what I need it to for like video editing and streaming and then have to replace that within two to three years, you know? Because there would be a lot of old stuff to keep the price down. I mean, you can upgrade things over time. You don't need a new CPU every year. Ah, that is true, so, but I have very shaky hands. Well, yeah. And like... One prong out of place, and you've destroyed. That's true. Something. <laughs> Very fragile pieces. If you people look at the, as you know, you will have the the sources, the sources, the ketchup and mustard, and that's condiments. That's not sauce. You have all of that in the description as well. It kind of the this PC kind of looks like an RC car, which it basically is, but they've just literally stuck <laughs> a square box on top of it. <laughs> Which I think is pretty cool. That's pretty funny. It's literally just a box on wheels. I gotta see that. And you could drive it around. You could literally drive it around. <laughs> oh my god, this is just a PC on a go-kart. It's literally, yeah. <laughs> Basically it is. That's actually hilarious, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put this on the fucking thumbnail for this, on the cover art for this episode. Just literally the box and wheels. <laughs> There's a Sega sticker on it. Yeah. What does it say? It says, Unstoppable Four Generations, and it has Sonic on the side. Yeah. It actually does have Sonic on it already. I didn't mistake. My memory is still good. Uh. I've given up on my memory a long time ago. (laughs) I'm way too scatterbrained to recall details accurately. Well, yeah, that's uh, that's why I'm happy right now that I've noticed this, that I'm actually correct. (laughs) 
Uh, it's a wonderful feeling. Well, so, yeah. If any of you were in Japan, I don't think we have Japanese listeners, but if you are in Japan and you entered this and you've won this, send an email. <laughs> I want to do like tests on it, benchmarks and stuff. Imagine having... How much power does it have? You couldn't put a chair on it, right? No. Imagine having like a chair and a screen on it and you just sit there playing like a racing game or something while actually going <laughs> 100 kilometers. Uh, I, I don't know. Because like... It, <laughs> I don't think... It's a very miniaturized go-kart specifically yeah. designed for this. I don't know if it would be big enough for that. It would be a whole other project to retrofit that. But saying that, I want some crazy, mad lad YouTuber that's with a lot a, of money who's able to do this, to do that now. Do it now. Make it a video. It'll be fascinating. Yeah, sounds like something Linus Tech Tips would do. They've done insane PCs before, but I don't think they've done a PC that moves and that you can sit on before. Do it. Do it. Eh. There's Everybody always a first. Do slips and send tweet this at Linus Tech on Twitter <laughs> and annoy them. Okay. Find out his most lurid secrets and threaten him with them. Leave no stern on oh stone unturned. Take That's every tactic right. you can. This has to exist oh. in the world, no matter the means. <laughs> that that was a joke. Yes, that is right. comedy. Don't threaten people. I didn't say threaten, I said blackmail. (laughs) Yeah, but, okay, don't blackmail people unless it's for an insane PC setup. Well, isn't that what we're asking for here? (laughs) Well, basically it is, yeah. You've just said, don't do this thing except for this exact situation. (laughs) Uploading podcast does not endorse blackmailing of any kind. That you know of. <laughs> okay, the next topic is... <laughs> moving on. <clears throat> 77 terabytes of research data lost because of a HP Enterprises software update. How depressing has it <laughs> yeah. does it have to be when you do this shit on your job? Kyoto University has lost a massive amount of 77 terabytes of critical research data from its supercomputer. Okay. Because uh, Hellet Picard Enterprise, HPE, issued a software update that caused the script to malfunction and delete backup data. Jesus. As a result, days of work are gone and a significant part of the wiped out data is lost forever. HP pushed an update that caused the script to delete log files that are more than 10 days old to malfunction. How instead of deleting old log files stored along with the backups in a high-capacity storage system, it wiped out all files from the backup instead of racing <laughs> 77 terabytes of critical research data. HP admitted that the software update caused the problem and took 100% of the responsibility. The bare minimum in that situation. Yeah. It's amazing that that gets a highlight. 
like doing the bare minimum of admitting you fucked up and it caused <laughs> massive issues <laughs> is highlighted. Like it should be assumed that in this situation that they uh, take full responsibility and just accept the fact that the update caused it. But instead, instead we have to clarify that as the fact. What a world we live in. Mistakes like this should not happen. Don't do mistakes like this. And this is not even like a bad mistake. Like I can imagine just like, I don't know, one asterisk missing or something. One, one inverted comma missing from some code and then they push it out and it doesn't check if something is a log file because it's just not coded properly because of like a few tiny little things that are wrong in the code and then you have massive consequences. I know. I think that's like a huge con- uh, a consequence of just like crunch culture in various industries. S- instead of like moving a deadline and giving people the time they need to work on something, they will just pick a date and you have to meet it no matter what. And then it's just crunch after crunch after crunch with 12 hour plus days. People not getting enough sleep, barely getting any time home, sometimes sleeping in the office. You you get these mistakes, you know? Like, ah, why did the update have to come out when it did, you know? Why not later to make sure this didn't happen? Or maybe have more checks built in more tests of updates before you push them out. We see this with Windows updates all the time, or we used to see it at least, we don't know, with Windows 11 yet, yeah. where you would just install an update and your PC would just be bricked for no apparent reason other than the update. I've had this happen to myself, like, multiple times. Ooh. I've had it happen so much that I actively switched to fucking linux and i haven't used windows at well as a main thing for like three months wow and i really like it i have no idea what that could be because i'm like using this very old laptop on windows 10 and like i have never had that issue i've I've had this many times where where some old driver would not work with an update anymore and it would not boot anymore it would just like cycle and crash into a blue screen. Oh. And they would have to do all kinds of insane things to get it up and running again. I eventually got used to like creating system restore points very often. So you can have a restore point for anything. You can make a mistake as a person installing a bad program. That also happens. But I mainly had those restore points for shitty Windows updates breaking things. <laughs> still when i when i open my when i i still have windows on a secondary drive here when i boot into that it opens up so many windows i have like elgato software and stuff installed for my stream deck it just doesn't work anymore it just says oh look this ini file is not compatible this thing is broken now microsoft office doesn't launch anymore and i don't know why i and all of that happens after like one update and I like, I don't even do things. <laughs> I use fucking Minecraft and some word processor and then that's basically it, what I do with the I, PC nowadays. I have to wonder if that's just like some combination of the parts you're using. Because like, 
That is truly bad. Maybe you were just really lucky so far. Because Microsoft, they obviously don't roll out updates for every single PC at the same time. Ah. So maybe I was just in early groups often getting crap updates. But yeah, I'm 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 using Linux now. I don't think I'm gonna go back unless I want to do some very specific thing. And this is great. This is awesome. N- literally, I've only restarted for updates once so far on Linux. One single time. <laughs> but it was like an actually big update for any uh, anything else. It just updates itself while it's running. And it's fine. It's great. It's good. It doesn't crash or do anything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm pretty happy with this. <laughs> That's good to hear. Yeah. What was I thinking? I'm just so baffled by that. Like, it's hard for me to comprehend. Like, I'm just trying to puzzle out in my head because, like, the only difference is, like, I'm on a laptop here and you're using a full proper PC, which has a wider array of parts. Whereas, like, everything I got is, like, from the one company or specifically bought out by said company. But honestly, I don't know. No, to be fair, with, like, things getting outdated, like, I think my graphics driver just doesn't update anymore, and it has uh, created some issues in the past. Windows itself is not a great experience. There's so much crap added into Windows, and it's all basically based on Windows NT from, like, 1998. Goodness gracious. So. Let's get, let's pull back the structure here. Moving on to TikTok is coming to a waiting room near you. Uh, TikTok has already conquered our phones and TVs at home. TVs? Okay. But is in next song to ensure you really can't escape the cute pet videos, impressive feats, and oddly satisfying clips? According to a report from Dick Flinch, the popular short-form video platform is partnered with Atmosphere, a startup that dreams, uh, sorry, that drums up the content you ambiently play in the background, uh, background while you're eating at a restaurant, lounging at a hotel, or sitting in a rating room. Atmosphere already delivers content to places like Taco Bell, Texas Roadhouse, Burger King, and even Minikik. Letting clients choose from a number of uh, channels that suits different environments. And now, TikTok will get a channel dedicated to curated videos from the platform. I imagine I uh, mispronounced that one restaurant horrendously. Is that German? That looks like a German thing. Looks like Meineke. I don't know if that is. What is that? I have no idea. Oh, there's always a... Copy and look up. Let's see the web. Monica Car Care Center is a franchise-based international automotive chain. More than no... No, I don't think that would be right. I don't find anything good because I'm in Germany and this is just literally a normal German name. (laughs) Uh, So Uh, it just comes up with people who are called Meineke. Oh, look, Peter Meineke. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Let's, uh, let's, let's not talk about that. Let's just ignore that one weird name. I, honest, 
I, I have no idea. Baffling. Anyhow. Well, do you have TikTok? Do you use it? I, I got to upload more of my clips there, but I'm not really big for it because, like, like, I have ADHD, and it's just not very appealing to me. Like, I like to... I prefer YouTube just to watch, like, oh. some longer-form content and just yeah. get lost in it. Okay. Constant shuffling from topic to topic to topic on uh, TikTok is honestly quite infuriating, especially like sometimes it's intimate personal stuff. Sometimes it's funny comedy skits. Sometimes it's music stuff, you know? Maybe if there's a way for me to more specifically search based on the kind of stuff, do I want something that's like playing music in the background, something that's quiet, something that's you know, more comedy, maybe then I enjoy it, but that constant shuffling between all of them I mean, it's rather irritating is, to me. The max length is three minutes, so you can't get background noise kind of things there. So, yeah. I mean, it's just like the okay. the problem is like how short it is, you know, like yeah, like thirty seconds onto something else that's rad- radically different. A minute, something else again. It just really gets irritating. All that that's shifting between different very users. Interesting. For most people, that's why they really like it, including for me, because you get that fucking dopamine hit every 30 seconds because you see something really cool. I have TikTok, and I really like using it nowadays, which is interesting because Uh I'm going to tell this story. I'm just going to do this. In 20... Oh, God. 18, I think. I installed it and just fucked around because it was at that point tiktok was still really new and shit and then then they were still doing the shitty dancing ads with like women girls dancing around to cringe music i mean they're still doing that from what i understand doing that but that's still on there but there's way cooler things on there now but back then it was pretty bad so i had this account and I was just uploading dumb shit, like the same thing all over uh, again and again, but just shot new again, like a new recording of the same thing, which was <laughs> basically just me panning the camera towards like a plastic bottle and then hitting the plastic bottle. Completely dumb, pretty stupid. And then, actually, I need to fucking look this up. At one point, I came up with a different idea, which was pretty funny, I think. Which was, mm-hmm. it has, I'm going to tell you now, it has 184,000 plays. Well, TikTok <laughs> famous over here. 17,000 likes. I had a little, like a golf ball or something in the hand, and then a bigger ball. And then okay. I went, how to prove the world is flat. This is round, round ball. When you put another round thing on the round ball it fall down but when you when you put ball on the floor it does not roll away this is flat (laughs) i I still think this is probably like the best comedic thing i've done in my life so oh no you beat on tiktok no, that's not a bad thing. If I, it is with only one video. That's that's true. 
Oh. I don't know why it was this one. I really don't know. Hello, it is me, Silas, interrupting you again. Sorry. Um, this time, though, I am just asking you to, well, if you enjoy this podcast, please tell all of your friends who you think might also like listening to us talk about random tech and gaming things because the number one way how people find out about podcasts about new podcasts is just through word of mouth that's literally true so you'd do us a great great favor and maybe you'd do your friends a favor too showing them how good and awesome our podcast is thank you Yes, let us get back on. How many of the topics are we through? Back from our break. I think we still five. have five. We have two more. Two more to go. You said you forgot to add one for, no, for the wait. Xbox dev mode. Well, you just click on the link and then... Or we can just sum it up because this I actually remember still. Yeah, I remember hearing like it being about it being removed. We're moving on to the next topic. Xbox Dev Mode accounts will be were disabled by mistake. Suggest Microsoft suggests. So, Mwah. yes, what they have done, or what people have done for years now at this point, I think, is people would buy Dev Mode licenses for okay. twenty dollars, so well. they can, so they can install custom software on their Xboxes, like Ooh. on the PC. And people would use that for, like, emulators, play some GameCube and Wii and other cool things like that on their Xbox consoles, having That's way more really use for useful. it. really useful. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But there was a, a purge, if you will, where they've basically, basically killed off every single account that hasn't published anything according to this clause that they have. Where I think, where is it? If you don't publish anything on the Microsoft Store within 90 days, your well, account gets d- deleted. That's the account. What? And. But, yeah. But, like, what about indie devs who can only publish, like, once a year best? Like. I don't know what that means. I mean, I think they what they mean with that is you can't have an account and then never publish anything. I think if you've published at least one thing before, you're going to be fine. But actually, on another note, they now say that Microsoft has no plans to remove or disable developer mode on Xbox consoles and that all the accounts were inadvertently deactivated as part of maintenance. Baffling. There is a tweet somewhere. Where is it? But, like, you had to pay for that. You had to pay for that account. As part of regularly scheduled maintenance to clean up inactive accounts, a number of partner center accounts used to enable developer mode on Xbox One and Xbox Series consoles were inadvertently deactivated. If your account was accidentally deactivated and you would like to restore access sooner, Feel free to contact some email address. We apologize for the inconvenience, and we are working to remedy this as quickly as possible. Mm. I I don't know if, well, this is a good thing. They also say we've disabled the Windows and Xbox enrollment in 
your Microsoft Partner Center account because it did not have an active presence on the store. So that's their point. For reference, see the developer code of contact, which say that an active presence in the store must be maintained. I don't think this is that good because if you give people the option to basically unlock your console for $20, that's that's a good thing. That's very yeah. cool. That's why you never hear about, oh, Xbox getting hacked like you hear with Sony consoles all the time. Yeah, because like people who want this thing will figure out a way around any safeguards you have. Yes. It's not permanently closing off it. It's a time-buying measure. And a lot of people just don't want to like uh, invest the time into figuring out how to do this themselves and don't have the money to like pay somebody else to do it for like um, uh, what's a PlayStation, which is how they stay safe for the most part. But people who are dedicated enough still do jailbreak these things, either by paying someone or learning how to. I'm just offering off this... this I actually did this with my Wii U years ago, Ooh. so I can play GameCube games in good quality because my PC was too shit for emulation. <laughs> Finally, a use for the uh, Wii U. I mean, there was Our bound to be one forever. And GameCube. <laughs> but that was pretty good. I think. I mean, Wii hasn't Mario Kart 8 been so. overtaken on the Switch? Like oh, I think it's so the most units out of any Switch game, so. and way more than the Wii U. And it's better on the Switch, anyways, because higher resolution. Yeah, so. no one uh, completely unrelated to this. We've kind of spiraled off. I do own the Switch. I'm so afraid to buy stuff now with um with the Switch because, like, even indie stuff, it's like, but I, I have nowhere to go because of like the last two years, you know, global pandemic, I've been doing a good job of staying inside, so that portability thing doesn't appeal to me, and its graphical capabilities are really, really bad, especially in comparison to two next-gen consoles, which, despite everything else going on in my life, I have been very fortunate to get my hands on one of each, like, an unbelievable luck of stroke on the PS5 console. Yeah, it was a digital edition. It it practically fell into my lap, you know, with having the money at the time. And uh, someone else wanting to get the disc version and thus make some money off the, uh, the, what's a digital only one with, um, the the son basically was artistic and really liked putting the disc into into the system to play games. So, the digital only just was was a no go. So they sold it onto me, so they could then buy off the uh, what's it, the disc version. That is very interesting. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> good, good stroke of fortune for me. And like, luckily, it was like um, the Sony one, which is basically uh, graphically the same thing. It can still do the same feat as the disc version, whereas like the Xbox is really like you know that the Xbox Series X. As a Series S is basically like an Xbox uh, One S, but just uh, with some newer stuff in it and no disc tray. But like, it's way cheaper, so it's fine. It's it's, it's fine if you don't have a 4K TV and don't want 4K at 120 frames a second. Yeah, if you don't want that or the ray tracing, it's fine because like 
like I uh, I play my games through capture cards, so they always come out 1080p. But the the way the light bounces off of things, and the shadows, and the water, the way the water looks in some games, even on like the older ones, because it still retroactively applies in a lot of games, it is beautiful. It just like ups the the visual quality, even if it is only at 1080p. So yes. Well, yeah, but the Xbox Series S is what you get for your for your for your ten year old kid with Xbox Game Pass, and then they have everything they could ever want. So that's the point of that. So yeah, but I don't want any of those consoles because I like PC. <laughs> because of exactly bullshit like this, people companies giving you the option: oh, unlock this thing for twenty dollars. And then put your own software on it, put whatever you want on it. But then, oh no, now you've we've disabled it. Now we've yep. banned your account. You can't use your console anymore because we've banned your hardware. Well, I don't I think don't it's. Think I don't good. think they've been locked out of the console themselves. I think just the dev account. Well, yeah, but they lost. can do that. Oh, that is true. That is true. I don't think Microsoft can really do anything if I. Well, if my Windows installation gets banned, maybe they can do something like that. I can just reinstall Windows or put something else on it, like Pop! OS, what do I do now? You can't stop me. Nobody can. <laughs> I like that. Owning things, being in control of it, which is not what you are with the consoles. Plus, I think the PS5 looks really stupid. <laughs> but that's just a personal opinion of me. Uh, yeah, like, I'm looking at it right now. Not great. It's like the black and white combo. It had to be, like, the other way around if that was going to work. The center bit being the white part and the sides being black. That looks, that would have looked better. But as it is now, I just want one of those, like, um, novelty plate things that, you know, the, God, there was this huge thing. I remember being covered by a a YouTuber called Young Yeah about these plates that could, uh, slot into like where it is on the oh yeah on the PS5 yeah. now those white plates are removable you can put on other ones Sony has since then released some of their own in various colors but there was this other company as well that figured out how to make some that would attach and ha- Sony went after them and sued them over it despite you know the ones uh, they made uh, being completely their own thing the phone skin making people. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, what were they called? <laughs> I don't know, but like they even make even a second wave of them that were even more distinct that still looked very good. Uh, but Sony D-brand. still... D-Brand. Maybe. D-Brand called maybe. Suit, I think. D-Brand PS5. Yes, also, I'd like to commend you for that segue. Very good work. Getting us back on topic. Well, <laughs> that, no... Just take the cup. How, how does that? What do you mean? We were kind of not our topic. <laughs> oh no, sorry. That was like I I put us off topic again. But yes, originally going on about the switch and base console hardware, you circled back on to this issue very nicely. And actually, yeah, D Brand pulls its PS5 plates from sale after Sony threatens legal action. Yeah. Why would you do this if you're Sony? Nobody can really stop me if I want to put my PC in a different case. Yeah, and no one can really stop you at home. They're just trying to stop the people who would sell these things to you. Because legally, 
there's no way for them to stop you from doing it, but they can't stop, well, or at least okay. try to stop someone from selling them. Even if like the lawsuit doesn't go through, even if it's not enforceable, it's a, a very big scare tactic, you know? Because Sony would have a lot more than uh, Displate, would have a lot more resources to drag out a legal battle Brand. than Displate. This plate make like poster things of metal. <laughs> D brand. D brand. My bad. <laughs> this company. But okay. I don't know. I get those mixed up for some reason. I don't like consoles nowadays. Partly because of the design, I just wouldn't want to have a PS5 in my room. I Fair really enough. like. I really liked. I'm gonna say liked the designs of the Xbox One X. I thought that was really cool. Wait, One X or Series still, X? This no, next one gen. X. One ah. X. I also still like how the Series X looks because it's literally just a PC at that point. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's like like a very cuboid PC, you know? Like a Corsair one or something. Those exist. Literally that form factor of PCs exists. Literally that exact kind of PC exists for years. <laughs> well, that is the thing, so, though. It's like if you don't do anything really complicated otherwise that you need a PC for and you're just into gaming... Consoles are pretty much like a a cheaper PC that is dedicated entirely to gaming, sold at cost yes. or at a slight loss to you. So that way, yeah, you know, also they make the money some, back to the storefront. Sorry. I also get that some people don't want to fuck around with menus and settings and files and folders mm-hmm. and updates and drivers and all of those things. If you don't like that? Yeah, good. Don't get a PC then. But I really like those things. Heck, I fucking run Linux now for months, which is basically <laughs> PC on hard mode because Indeed. to get half the things working, you need to look on forums and use tons of commands and virtualization layers and shit to get some random game going, if it Ooh. works at all. I think this is fun to me because... It feels like you've really achieved something when you actually get things going. So I like that. Plus yeah, it kind of feels like you actually are putting... Say again? Plus a few things are just better on Linux than on Windows, but that's not the point. The point is some people just don't want to have a PC, which is fine. Get a console then. But to me, the actual real consoles have been kind of dead for a long time because we used to have consoles like the GameCube, the Xbox 360, the PS3, the N64, where they had real real special hardware specifically uh. made for games with special features and special processors and chips. But now, if you look at the consoles now, it's just a normal AMD chip and a normal, AM, a normal AMD CPU and normal AMD GPU, basically. And that's it. It's literally a PC, but locked down. Yeah. And I don't really like that. It's good because it's cheaper, yes. Shit because it's locked down and you can only buy your games from the Microsoft Store or whatever the PlayStation thing is called. That is true. That that is true. Like, the pros and cons, depending on what specifically you're looking for. Like, uh, again, like I said, if you have more things you want to do and, or like, just like being engaging things technically like you do. And the PC definitely is better. Whereas, like, especially, like, um, you have no interest in any of that. Then a console is clearly the right option because you just want to play the games. 
you play the games on these. They look real pretty. Uh, what's it? What else was I thinking? I'm kind of in between. I do want to get like a better what's a computer for like um, streaming, edit videos and the like, and you know, playing PC only games because that is another thing. Some things yeah. only come to Steam and maybe the Epic Store. We'll see how that goes in the future. It's a relatively new thing. Real black DLC horse or something. Other platforms. Oh yeah, that is new. The DMM free one. I can't remember off the top of my head. The ones that the one that's owned by. Uh, the people who did The Witcher and uh, Cyberpunk. I think that's GOG. Maybe. Is it? Got me above the top of my head. Yes, it is. GOG is by CD Projekt, yeah. But uh, I'm, I am in between, because I do like... Um, I grew up on consoles. I have a real fun time playing on them. I also like having all the what's-it um, processing power of the game console... Focus on making the game work, you know, and I can just set up a capture card and let my PC worry solely about streaming it out and, you know, managing all the various background things I have going on, like Twitter and the like, to, and chat box and so on and so forth. I'd be in the middle there. Also, um, je ne sais quoi, various sales across all the platforms. If you don't really care what you're, what's it, um, playing on per se, Having the option to buy something on sale either on the Switch or the Xbox or the PlayStation can like uh, save you a lot of money in the lo- in the long run if you like to play a lot of games because they all have yeah, different things on sale at different times. Apologies. Yeah, but Steam has the best sales. <laughs> I mean, it, it has the That's best true. sales like three times a year, you know. And also. But like, uh, I'm not going to advocate for this, but you can get your hands on games for free. So you want, if you actually want to try something out, and then buy it later, if you think, oh, this is actually pretty good. I'm not advocating piracy, but you can do that. There's no way you're really going to do that on on the console without getting banned from the network or something. If you or jailbreaking the system. But uh, they're going to know when you jailbreak it, probably, at some point. That is true. And I have a a Switch. I really like it, but I only use it for Nintendo games, which, by the way, you can also play on your PC because there's emulators, same as probably for PlayStation and Xboxes. So you get literally everything. Well... Let us circle on to the next topic, then. Wi-Fi uh, goes back to crappy names. Wi-Fi 6 releases two features uh, apply across all of the standards. No, no, you've already read it wrong. This is called Wi-Fi 6 Release 2. (laughs) Release 2. Uh, The text here, you don't even really need to read it. It just says, oh, it has new technologies Two, uh, 2.4, 5, and 6 gigahertz Wait, frequencies. Six gigahertz. We haven't even gotten to like 5 gigahertz standard yet. And they're already trying to move on to 6. I mean, 5 gigahertz have been around for, has been around for a long time. I think that's AC, the Wi-Fi AC standard. Oh, but yeah. I'm, I'm talking about like 5G. Is... I might be getting... No, no, not 5G. That's not the same thing, yeah. My apologies. Yeah. <laughs> that's a fifth generation mobile network <laughs> ah. actually that's what that means yeah um 
that some people have very weird beliefs about. That's all Which I say. Yeah, no. Uh, Wi-Fi 6 release? So, two. Bef- so before... Well, a few years ago, they've revolutionized the naming industry of everything by naming the Wi-Fi technologies after numbers, like Wi-Fi 1, 2, 3, 4, up to 6. What? Which is good. Okay. Before that, it was it had all shitty names like 802.11b, 802.11g, okay. N and AC and AX and dumb shit like that. So they did it good with the new names, just numbering it. Okay. After Wi-Fi 6, they've called a new revision Wi-Fi 6E, which I think was already dumb. But now, the newest version is Wi-Fi 6 Release 2. (laughs) (laughs) Which is just, how the fuck are you this bad at names? Like, why? why? Just, you have numbers. Why is it not 7? Why is it not 7? Why is it Release 2? Why is is, is it 16 and why is it Release 2? What is not different enough about it to not be 7 in either case? I thought Wi-Fi were the only sane people up until that point. I can still kind of excuse Wi-Fi 6E as just like an extension or something. But Yeah, a half step. Yeah, it's pretty pretty shitty release too. Let's look at what USB call their their names though, because that's bullshit. Um Okay. If you look at names for USB, you're gonna see that they are way worse. I wanna make a good comparison to this. So you have USB 1.1. Okay, that's good. USB 2.0. That's good. And then you have... Actually, this isn't even the correct chart because this doesn't show the renamings because they renamed old standards for oh, no reason. I guess because like at a certain point, they just, those old names just became so outdated and hard to remember. Like if you're not using them so frequently. No, you're going to... No, no, this was the newest thing. <laughs> Wait, fuck. Never mind. Yeah, I thought they were just very old ones. No. Yeah, I, I'm getting a little uh, twisted here from this one line. It's especially disheartening that Wi-Fi uh, 6 release 2 is meant to enhance both Wi-Fi 6 and 6E, making it even more difficult to grasp. And it's like, what? Why is it, why is it released? Two? Why are you not just stating, like, these two things are going to get better? Is Wi-Fi 6 released to its own thing? Or is it just a buff to the other two? What? And then what are you going to see on your device when you buy a new router or a new phone or whatever? What is it going to say? Is it just going to say Wi-Fi 6 or release 2 or Wi-Fi 6E? That's, oh, what, that's... that's what the HDMI people are doing. HDMI, they've renamed use uh, HDMI 2.0 to 2.1 and then they've renamed 2.1 to 2.1a Goodness so nobody gracious. fucking knows what things are anyways and now I've actually found what I mean with the USB thing, I've found this cool little graph USB 1.0, good very good and after that they had USB 1.1 just a slight revision and then USB 2.0 way faster that's good and then USB 3, that's where the shit begins. 
I'm no, telling you now, no. you will lose your mind. I've already they lost released, my mind talking about the various Wi-Fi's because I'm dyslexic. USB 3.0. Okay. Good. Okay. Rename that to USB 3.1 Gen 1. Released, released a new version. <laughs> released another version that they then called USB 3.2 Gen 2 while at the same time renaming the old one, USB 3.2 Gen 1. <laughs> then, then they had another version, a new revision, that was just called USB 3.2, and then they've also renamed that to USB 3.2 Gen 2X2. <laughs> what in the name of... <laughs> I have to send this graphic to you. This is also insane. On a technical ah. level, it makes sense calling it two by two because it just uses double the lanes. But this is not how you do marketing. You are not. You don't go back. Change USB three dot three dot zero to three dot one Gen one, and then to three dot two Gen one for no fucking reason. How is that not confusing? What the. Uh, well, I've sent you in the Twitter uh, DMs a look at it. I see that. And... <laughs> Again, I'm dyslexic. This is starting to swell about a little bit. It's like... For you, you no cle- fucking reason. You clearly set out a clear path of uh, progression with like 3.0, 3.1, 3.2. Why are you changing it at this this stage in the game? What, how is that any clearer to understand? I don't you already understand. Got... I don't even get how the old 3.0 becomes 3.1 Gen 1 and then 3.2 Gen 1 for literally no reason. Yeah. Let's call it... I'll give you a big tip here. You speak, guys. 3.0, then 3.1, and then 3.2, and then that's it. I mean, that's exactly what they were doing, but then they figured, this isn't convoluted enough. This isn't going to test people with a master's degree. We need to make this as obtuse as the path forward in a Dark Souls game. And tie that back into what I'm playing. Another tangent. This is nonsense. Utter, utter nonsense. Yeah. So, But you have to agree that the USB people... Still way worse than just calling it the Release 2. That's way still better calling it Wi-Fi 6 Release 2. At least they don't call it Wi-Fi 6E.2X2 or some bullshit like that. I don't know. Like the Release 2, it's a lot of syllables, you know? Pretty dumb. You'll get. You'll easily that. get them mixed up either way. Yes. It's, all of it is just very dumb instead of like establishing some kind of clear progression with the various decimal points and then jumping on to like seven at some point with the Wi-Fi. Like they, they had they've... names before that were good, just use numbers. I don't get this. At least the USB people never figured it out before. They never had any clue how to actually name things. But the fucking HDMI people did. How do you regress in naming your products? I feel like it in part stems from like the progression. Because you look at like USB 2 and like the amount it can like uh, transfer, like 480 megabytes per second, whereas like USB 3, 
five gigabytes per uh, per second, which is a huge shot up. But then comparatively, like the USB, what's it, three point one, or whatever it's referred to as now, is only like ten gigabytes doubling. It's like it, they've only managed to do that. Was from like two to three was a huge leap of like ten times faster. And they haven't really been able to do that. So this is why they made so many convoluted naming conventions because they don't have this bloody big number to slap onto the box saying, hey, this is incredibly faster than like the one you're using now. I have another idea, though. Why can't they just call this USB 3, 5 gigabit, USB 3, 10 gigabit, and USB 3, 20 gigabit? That... I mean, that's the number you're looking for. It even has it, that's like, under here, is. super speed... Oh, my God. It also has, like, super speed, super speed plus, and super speed yeah, yeah, plus yeah. plus. It gets worse the more that you look. Yeah, don't do not do it. Don't investigate more. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, just, just have the relevant <laughs> information in the name. I also think how... How it's funny how USB 2 also had high speed on the fucking thing. On the logo, and now it's Super Speed, Super Speed Plus, and Super Speed Plus Plus. To me, high is more than super. Yeah. Okay. God, it is just, just... Just call it normal things. Just either number it, or put the fucking gigabit transfer speed there. God, if they... if Like, whoever makes USB or Sega buys each other out... You know, there's eventually going to be like some kind of like uh, Sonic crossover, like Sonic Speed USB, <laughs> and then yeah. Sonic Speed Plus, and then Sonic Speed Plus Plus, and then Sonic Speed Plus Plus Plus, and Eggman Speed at some point. They are gonna apparently going to fix it with USB four, where it's just going to be one standard so far, at least one connector and one standard and one speed. I think and that's because the features that's gonna just be. I think that's because of like uh, regulations uh, passed by like the EU, where like everything kind of has to use like USB Type C, just so there's less electronic waste of all these various different types of charges. Because that does lead to like a lot of waste. It's like okay, a bunch of iPhone yeah. chargers, but then you move over to like a Samsung phone or something; those aren't transferable. I mean, every single phone except for iPhones use USB-C already anyway, so that... That's true. Like, iPhones was the last hangout. iPhone was the last hangout. I saw a TikTok video about that, actually. I I saw some Apple user who was like, well, USB-C is shit, and here's why. And then he took a flat-hat screwdriver, stuck it in the iPhone lightning port, and, like forcefully wheeled it around and then he was like well see it still charges he did the same thing with like a USB-C, i think a samsung or something yeah. stuck it in there wiggled it around with i don't know the force of some insane person because that's what you have to be insane to stick a fucking screwdriver in your port yeah and then he was like well uh. USB-C can't handle being destroyed with a screwdriver so lightning is better and everybody in the comments was like are you insane <laughs> yes That's not a good thing uh, a samsung phone or usb-c phone can't handle being filled to the brim by my meaty screwdriver that's why apple's superior <laughs> 
It's yeah. it's nonsense. Oof. Oh my god, I found the USB 4 spec. No. It's pretty good. I've actually found it. It's actually a good thing. I they hope so. Two, they have two versions of the USB 4 name, apparently, so far, which is USB 4 20 gigabit and USB 4 40 gigabit, and it the logo literally just says certified USB 20 and certified USB 40. That's Ooh. actually good. And then there's also an icon, which is a little battery with 20 and 40 in it, I guess for the watt amount of like a charging port, because you can also charge through USB-C, your laptop mm-hmm. and stuff. That's pretty good. They've finally come around to it. Yeah, I, you know what I would love to know is like the release dates for all of these. Because I imagine there's quite a, a decent gap between USB 2 and USB 3. And all these increments really just like probably hurt the quality of like just being able to say, hey, we've gone from 5 gigabytes to like 40 gigabytes per second. It's I just bits gigabit. <laughs> My bad, uh, gigabit. <laughs> okay, not they're not the same thing. Okay, there we go. USB. Oh my god. That. <laughs> okay, USB. Naught point eight. <laughs> Apparently, that was a fu- first one <laughs> in nineteen ninety four, and then naught point nine in nineteen ninety five April. Ow. And then, and then USB. Nought point ninety nine from August nineteen ninety five. You're almost there. You're almost the one. You're almost there. We add in another, oh, another decimal place. The dumbest oh. one is coming up now, which is USB one dot zero dash RC from November nineteen ninety five, and then one dot zero one dot one two point zero three three point one three point two. How would you even come up with a name that starts at 0.8 for a release? I have no idea. Or maybe that was just an internal name. I don't know. Nobody knows. It's baffling. What also kind of gets me is like, why isn't like the uh, 40 gigabytes per second the base USB 4? Like, why is there a USB 4 that's 20 gigabytes per second? You have like the higher end USB 3s for that. I, ju- I don't get why you're releasing this one. Like, probably for hey, compatibility. Actually, uh, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, but it's like they'd be the same shape, wouldn't they? It's not like they're gonna radically Oh change. actually I know one reason why I literally listened to a podcast a few months ago with uh-huh. somebody who does USB things who works for the USB implementers forum, I think. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons was at 40 gigabits, you just need insane like insane accuracy. Like if you have a laptop which has 40 gigabit ports on both sides, you uh. already need a special booster chip to boost the signal just to get it across the laptop because that's how insane and fast 40 gigabit is. Ooh. That's actually, that's probably a technical reason, actually. 40 uh. billion bits a second. Yeah, you're not going to have some shitty crap cable from 20 years ago handle that also on another note um there used to be a competitor called firewire 
long time ago. Doesn't exist anymore for hasn't existed for for like twenty years. But I've just gotten to get get with the mafia. They didn't survive. Yes. <laughs> but their names I'm just gonna they, I'm just gonna say it. They had the best names already. They had Firewire two hundred. They can do two hundred megabits a second. Firewire four hundred for four hundred megabits a second. Firewire eight hundred for eight hundred a second. Well, that's actually pretty useful. And Firewire sixteen hundred for sixteen hundred megabits a second. I think that was the last release. Well, that the- is already way better than fucking the USB names. I mean, it is pretty straightforward. You know what you're getting with there. Though I think that last one would have been like gigabytes per second. Yeah, 1.5 gigabits, yeah, about 1,600. Mm. 1.573 gigabits, apparently, to be exact, but yeah, 1,600. Oh, neat. Which came out in 2007. I think this was a a mainly used by Apple, this connector, which is probably why it's dead now. Ah. So, oh, there also was 3,200, which is 3.2 gigabit. Pretty, that's the best naming scheme. That's the best. Being consistent. Even the dumbest fuck can see, oh, this is 400. This other thing is 800. Oh, 800 is probably better. Yeah, probably higher. Like, if they know how to count correctly. What are you going to do if, I don't know, some old grandma or something is going to, is somewhere sitting around trying to find the correct USB stick or whatever, and and they're sitting there. Oh, look, this says three dot two Gen two, but what I have says three point zero because it's just an older laptop. How the fuck are they gonna know? Nobody will know. (laughs) Yeah, if it works or not. Good lord, that is just—I don't know. I feel like we're in the worst timeline. You know, people make jokes about it all the time, but generally, yeah. So many things, so many things, big and small, just seem to be designed specifically to make people miserable sometimes. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what are we here for? In the forum, they actually just want to torture people. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> I'm here just to suffer. That's a suffer funny these, thought, right? These bizarre naming conventions. Oh, fuck, and then with a hundred different ports for USB before? Yeah, they do want us to suffer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and then when you use, like, an older incompatible cable that's, like, not good enough, and you don't even know, oh, why can't this connect to my SSD? Because it's just too old, but it has literally the same connector on it. God damn it. Well. Life is chaos. um, Life is suffering. I think that's all of our topics, right? Yes, it is. I believe so, unless there's anything else you want to talk about real quick. Anything else that comes to mind? Not really. I'm just happy that this podcast is called Uploading Podcast, because that's at least funny (laughs) and not just dumb. Way better than Wi-Fi 6 Release 2. Yeah. Uh, You always feel better about yourself, about the things you create, by critiquing worse things. It's, yeah, it's a, it really you, calms your ego. 
if you write a shit test or something at school, shitty, shitty exam, if, I don't know, your streaming career doesn't take off or your first test program that you've coded doesn't work, just Google USB 3 names and you'll feel instantly better about yourself. Mm. <laughs> there's, al- there's always worse things out there that make you feel better. You're worried about being a bad writer? Just find a hated, hated fanfic and give that a read, and you'll feel pretty good about yourself <laughs> as a writer. Like, okay. what's it? You feel bad about yourself as an animator? Just watch some crappy anime that has horrendous animation in it. A real old cartoon. Dingo Pictures. Or Dingo Pictures. Go watch them. If you're worried about your career as an animator, go find their stuff and feel safe in the knowledge you're not as bad as them. That's that's (sighs) mostly true. (laughs) Don't let shit get to your head, though. That's also important. Yeah. Also some exercise. That that really helps, like, mill out your moods. That, that was a huge help for me, just getting some regular exercise in. Even if it's not intense, and you don't see, like, massive gains or anything like that from it, like massive slimmings or muscle gains, it still just balances it out in your head a tremendous amount. Okay. Well, I'm glad we've moved on to mental health PSA. Let's wrap this up before we spiral even further. Yeah, we've, we've gone over... Massively. Massively. Which is not a bad thing, I say now, until I've edited this. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, leave a rating on your favorite podcast app if it supports that. Subscribe to our feed here. Yes. And the social media things that I've mentioned in the beginning. Yes, and also uh, check out Sod. Yes. Follow, me, uh, follow uh, what's it, this uh, podcast is, uh, Twitter, and did you say Instagram? Yeah. At uploading pod, yeah. yes, and you can find me on uh, Twitter under what's it Sod Passion Projects, uh, Twitch and YouTube where I'm most active at present. Uh, Sod Passion Gaming, and uh, hopefully, if all things work out, there should be a, my link tree in the description of this. We can find all my various hidey holes across the internet and come give me a follow and say hi. That would be ever so dearly appreciated. And I'd like to give you a firm thanks for your time for listening to all this. I hope the edit was successful. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I very much hope so too. Thank you. Have a good rest. Have a good rest of your day. Video unavailable. What happened now? Why can't I click on it anymore? Did they, they just remove the video now? No. Is it loading? Video no. currently unavailable. Can you see it? Have they just literally deleted it now? I think they might have. Why? What I, the hell? I don't know. Okay, you, you can't click on it then. Well, I opened it up, but it's like, no good. It says a video unavailable. I just watched it. I looked at it like to what? What? It's still on my profile. Okay, I can click on it on my profile.
Maybe the link just you missed a letter with it or something, and it's like Let's send try you copying it again. <laughs> this video is unavailable. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> what? Wait. Deleted. Recorded on podcast. That's actually hilarious. If that was true.